This podcast is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton. You're listening to Dollars and Change on Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School. Welcome to Dollars and Change on Business Radio, powered by Wharton School. We're on Sirius XM 132. I'm Cheryl Kuhlman. And I'm Sandy Hunt. And we join you live in the studio every Thursday morning from 8 to 10 Eastern. And then we're played uh, during the week. So you can catch up on us and, and listen to um, listen to us over and over again, 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to turn to our uh, last guest of the day. And that's Chris Libri, who's the head of Global Impact and Giving at eBay. Uh, he leads a global team that creates and oversees programs and initiatives like Retail Revival and eBay for Charity. And he also uh, oversees the work of the eBay Foundation. So, Chris, welcome to Dollars and Change. Thanks for having me. We're delighted to. So, tell us um, about well, about what your role is at um, as the head of Global Impact and Giving. Well, thanks, thanks so much for having me, and uh, it's a real pleasure to be here with you guys. Uh, so, as you said, you know, I, I lead the combined purpose driving. Social impacts is, uh, you know, global impact, eBay for charity, and, and the eBay Foundation. But you know, being more granular about it, you know, in addition to launching Retail Revival in Akron, Ohio, and we just announced uh, a second city in Lansing, Michigan, uh, we've created a, a social media campaign called Everyday Heroes that helps showcase how eBay users make positive impacts in their in their local communities. Yeah, let's, let's start. I had had curiosity about retail revival, revival, sort of, because it it struck me as a little counterintuitive. You know, eBay is an online sales platform, and you know, yes, retail is struggling, but eBay aren't isn't that because of you? So <laughs> unpack that for us. Well, you know, eBay is, is quite different in the world of e-commerce because we're a platform that enables small businesses to succeed, and millions of people sell on the eBay platform around the world. eBay doesn't compete with its sellers. We don't make anything. We don't sell anything ourselves. Um, and so really we're enabling small businesses to thrive. And, uh, you know, we really take seriously our purpose, which is to create economic opportunity. And so, you know, of course, we saw the, the decline of um, uh, traditional retail. Bricks and mortar retail definitely is is facing some hardships uh, at the moment. There have been store close, closures across the country. You know, obviously, some of the notable ones like Toys R Us and, and Gymboree and but also you know small ones in, yep. in, in small towns across the country. We thought, well, actually, our platform is uniquely positioned uh, to help in this situation because a combination of physical presence and e-commerce could really help revitalize. Uh, retail, and so that really was what led us to reach out first. And so, are there a lot of? Ohio. Are they? Tell us about the the sort of retailers. Are these micro entrepreneurs who are selling, you know, collections on eBay, or you know, what's the demographic of, I guess, sellers who are um, benefiting from this opportunity in the in the economy? Yeah. Well, the cool thing about Retail Revival in Akron is. Um, now, the Akron community really has a, a, a tremendous entrepreneurial spirit. It still has that maker spirit that it had from you know being the, the rubber capital of, of the U.S. And um, you know it, it really is a range uh, demographically. There are you know traditional bricks and mortar retailers uh, who have one, two, maybe even three stores in the Akron area. Um, 
But then there's also, you know, a really strong component of, of new entrepreneurs who are trying, uh, you know, clever spins on business and are looking for, you know, foothold. And e-commerce is perfect for them to reach a, a larger market, you know. The great thing about eBay is we have 175 million users yeah. around the world. So, you know, they've got all of a sudden they've got this global audience to reach. Very, and, very cool. Yeah. So I'm still a little confused, I think, on retail revival. Is it what exactly is it? Yeah, what's happening in Akron? Right. Yeah. If I go to Akron, well, what do I see? Well, you'll see a lot of um, a lot of activity. I think a lot of great activity that the city was already uh, doing to help revitalize small businesses. So um, we are there for 12 months. And what we did was we um, combined our efforts with that of the mayor's office. Mayor Dan Hargan uh, and his administration have been extremely progressive about, you know, using the power of small business to help revitalize uh, Akron and, and to make the community stronger. Um, and so what we did was we combined our efforts with theirs. We reached out. We told people we were going to give a 12-month program of training, ah, coaching, okay. and support because we know that, you know, selling online isn't, isn't always as easy as it could be, especially if you're a small business owner. You, you've, got, you've got to run the business, right? right? Because right. You're, if you're managing the shop and you've got maybe a handful of employees, but you're still, you know, obviously – doing your, your stocking, you're paying your taxes, you're doing all the stuff that a business owner has to do, sitting in the time and learning how to sell online, you know, requires a little help. And that's what Retail Revival does. So, you know, uh, we brought in our customer service experts. We had on-hand training, you know, live training. We've also done uh, follow-up uh, webinar training. We have coaching on the phone. We have um, a 24-7 concierge service wow. Wow. for this cohort of, of roughly 100 sellers. And uh, and so it's really helped them to learn uh, all the, the ropes uh, of, of selling on eBay. Cool. And how did you identify those 100 sellers? Were they folks who, you know, were struggling economically in their business? Were they brick-and-mortar stores that closed? What, you know, what was that composition? Well, you know, the great thing about eBay is it's a it's a big platform. We have a lot of um, we call verticals or product categories, you know, and mm-hmm. so ten, 10 or so of those verticals are represented in in the seller cohort that we have in, in Akron. But the way we went about um, bringing them online was we uh, partnered with the city. The city, city made the announcement uh, of the program uh, back in mid-January, and that opened up a period of um, for an application process. And uh, we went actually to Akron originally thinking, you know, we'll, we'll be really lucky if we can get 30 or 40 yeah. to join us here. And uh, we were overwhelmed. We actually received well over 150 applications. That's and, great. Uh, you know, so we were like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And yeah. so we really we went through them for, you know, uh, their fit with the eBay categories. Their obviously their business proposals, their ideas, the kinds of things they were selling, some of their success already. And we wound up with a, a really great group of about 100. Wonderful. So you're supporting them with training, basically removing the friction um, from being a part of the eBay community and sort of getting online. What are you looking at to consider success? Is it growth you know, getting what you know, their sales, growing their revenue, growing the sort of geographic diversity of their consumer base. What does success look like for these hundred uh, ventures? All of, all of those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, sales growth is is really important, and we're seeing we've already 
in just five months, because we actually officially launched the, the, the training part of the program in, in March, um, in five months, we've already seen that this cohort has shipped all 50 states uh, and over 50 countries. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's just amazing to me. It gives me chills just mm. thinking about, you know, we brought the world to Akron or the, we brought Akron to the world. I don't know which way around it is. But, but either it, way, it's, it's good. Either way, it's not overclaimed. Let's put it that way. And, um, and, it's, and it's really good, uh, I think, for um, these businesses not only to see, you know, that there's a, a world out there and they can reach it uh, efficiently, but also that, you know, they can raise their game. I think, you know, selling online um, has its own uh, challenges. So, you know, the, the ability to combine, you know, selling in a store and also reaching customers online, making your product look attractive, um, how do you represent your product? How do you price it? And all those things are, are elements that uh, this cohort's learning uh, by selling on eBay. Right. And the great thing about that is that, you know, as you said, selling online, even if you've got a, a retail presence, it's still a kind of a lonely aspect, right? You're you're often not really knowing what you're doing because it's very different than selling in the store. And so having right. having you guys provide that kind of training and and ideas yeah. and approaches is really very helpful. Well, we've been also doing our very best to, to help promote them. So, um, you know, we've uh, I, I, my team is part of our communications uh, department, our global communications team. Uh, and so we've been uh, producing films and social media. We have been, you know, really helping them drive um, business to their the main homepage for the, the effort, which is nice. com slash Akron. But I have to say that some of the best, Sellers are the ones who really embrace social media themselves and started to use that, you know, Instagram, Facebook, um, to really help drive people to their their seller pages as well. And so that's really, you know, been gratifying about this. And that, that takes some know. learning too. I mean, um, it sure does. <laughs> I, uh, I I have a Twitter sure handle, but haven't used it like for three years. So you know, <laughs> Cheryl and I were both we were we were peer pressured at the same event. Yes, the Forbes 30 Under 30 <laughs> exactly. Summit. Cheryl and I were both there, there firmly not under 30, and <laughs> decided to, to be hip and get Twitter. But sort of failure to launch <laughs> on both regards. Yeah. So, um, so enough about our failures with technology. Um, you, you talked about sort of two primary um, uh, ways that eBay was was having a social impact. The first was through these, you know, retail opportunities at Akron. And the second you mentioned was the, the charity work. So opening up an opportunity for customers to sort of select and I think give to a charity. Tell us more about eBay for charity eBay for charity, I, I always say it's, it's probably one of eBay's uh, best-kept secrets in a certain way because in the last year alone, we raised $84 million for, for charities. And, um, and in total, the program's raised over $800 million. So, you know, it's, it's just like the sleeping giant. So, and basically what yeah, what is, is it? You need to be talking about well, that more. That's a lot of well, money. That's, that's, that's why I'm here. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, it's, it's, um, it, the way it works is, is you, can, you can give to charities when you sell or when you buy. Uh, so we have a, a number of sellers on the eBay platform that donate a portion of their, their sale, anywhere from 10% all the way to 100% of their sale to a 501c3, a nonprofit. And um, we deduct no fees on that portion of their sale. So if it's 100% for charity, all the money goes to charity, which is amazing. And so um, those 
sales are, are clearly flagged on our site, so you can maybe look around and you find something that you might want to buy, and one of them is for charity. So we find that people will gravitate toward those. Yeah, and add that in. They, they, they sell better, yeah. So so that's one aspect. Right, because if you're going, have... like I've purchased books on eBay, and you know, 60 mm-hmm. sellers might sell the same book. I might look at the geography of the seller and try to shop local, but yeah, if one said charity, it's like, sure. Easy yeah, decision. Absolutely. And, and many charities themselves sell on eBay. Um, one of our, our our great success stories are many of the chapters of, of Goodwill Industries. And, oh. um, yeah, uh, you know, others as well, obviously, Salvation Army, uh, et cetera. Anyway, so that's one, one aspect is, is things can be sold with a portion of their proceeds for charity. Uh, the other things that we do, we run charity auctions. We run charity sweepstakes. And probably the most famous of the auctions is uh, an opportunity to have lunch with Warren Buffett. Oh, which, that goes through eBay. It does go through eBay, and, and it's uh, it's amazing. It raises millions of dollars. Just last year alone, we sure. raised three point three million dollars for the Glide Church yep. in San Francisco, which helps the homeless and um, you know folks who who need it the most in the Tenderloin District of San Francisco. So. There's a whole range of things that we do. There's give it checkout, so you can add uh, an amount to anything you buy on eBay, uh, and it can go to any charity of your choice. So, And this is Dollars a Change on Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School on Sirius XM 132. We are talking to Chris Libri, who's the head of Global Impact in Giving at eBay, and we're talking about some of the different initiatives. And, and I I think I'm very familiar with that, the, the Warren Buffett lunch. I I bid, but I'm not even close. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering who won. Is it public? It is not public. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, what, what we find often is that the person who wins is uh, a, a genuine philanthropist, and it's somebody who wants that money to go to the Glide Church, and then the lunch is almost a, 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 a side bonus, uh, if you want to call it that. It's like, you know, I'm making a donation, and by the way, I also, I also get Warren to, Buffett. That's nice. Exactly. Well, that's nice. Really nice. I wonder what's for lunch. I feel like sometimes those... well, it's so so down to earth. It's probably yeah. not. Yeah, it's not going to be like something club super sandwiches fancy. kind of thing. I bet he eats club uh, sandwiches. A good club sandwich is hard to beat. <laughs> so uh, I just think it's amazing that he's he's willing to donate a day of his time. Yeah. for such a worthy cause. It's it's just it's just awesome. It is really fantastic. Um, so so tell us. We're always curious when we get folks like yourselves that are. Uh, able to see so much customer data and just have access. You know, we, we talk a lot about data on our show. Um, what are you seeing about, you know, consumer trends around impact, around sustainability, around shopping local? Because um, that landscape has seen, changed so dramatically in the last decade. So tell us from your vantage point what you see. Absolutely. There's a trend toward, I think, greater purpose in, mm-hmm. in, in buying. And I think, you know, we see that for sure in data on you know millennials um, and and younger consumers uh, that uh, the purpose of a company, the the way that it connects them to you know uh, giving to charitable causes like eBay for Charity or helping small businesses, that really resonates uh, with those consumers. Um, you know, I think people like as in uh, the you know the shop local movement in in the food industry. You know, you know farmers markets and things like mm-hmm. that. I think, you know, people are looking for a way to connect and, and know the story of the, the business that they're buying from. And I think that's what's so powerful about Retail Revival is that, you know, it's we've been able to bring to life this community of, you know, really energized, 
creative entrepreneurs in Akron, Ohio. We've been able to connect them with the world and uh, and and showcase their products. Um, and so, you know, I think that really creates a unique feel in many respects and, and makes eBay stand out, you know, where, you know, commodities and things can be bought and sold, you know, in any number of different ways online. So. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. A friend of mine were talking about trying to give more uh, locally purchased holiday gifts, uh-huh. like just, to, you know, like mm-hmm. having an eye towards ethics with our holiday shopping a couple of years ago. And this is interesting because in my mind, shopping locally means taking the time to walk our Down downtown. Exactly. And, and buy. And sometimes that's not the most convenient thing to do. But I like mm-hmm. this because I could imagine um, someone who lives in New York City but was raised in, in Akron saying, you know, I'm also going to do this, you know, lo- like shop local, but this is what that looks like Place for based, me. Yeah, Place-based shopping. Exactly. exactly. It's going to be an investment in that local community, but I'm able to do it, you know, from the airport on my business travel as well, or exactly. to a community mm-hmm. where maybe I don't live anymore, but I still care a lot about. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It is. And, and as we extend the concept, uh, we just announced that we're moving to Lansing, Michigan, as well as Akron. You know, it, it also, it also ext- and we're looking at other communities internationally, I should say, as well. And so as we extend the concept and, and, and enable people to connect with more individual sellers, well, we do that anyway, but mm-hmm. we, we can promote their stories more, more clearly. Um, it the... really brings, it brings that to life and makes it, you know, much more, a much more human, um, you know, connection. Yeah. Is, is, is the plan is, to get out of Akron in terms of uh, sustainability? Is it to train these individuals and give them the support to help them, like, launch and then, you know, be be able to to focus on Lansing or another community internationally? Or is it that, you know, you expect to sort of have an outpost there supporting this in perpetuity? Well, we'll always have a a wonderful tie to Akron. And uh, I have so many friends there, you know, um, from the administration and the the government side, but also in the seller community. And uh, we're connected. We talked about social media before. I'm connected with so many of them on Mm -hmm. Facebook and Instagram and things like that. So, you know, and just on um, uh, Tuesday evening of this week, we had a a group of them together and we were showcasing their products in New York at a a new pop-up retail concept called the newsstand Hmm. um and uh we were in brookfield place uh in lower manhattan and uh some of the press were there as well so that's part of our communication effort to promote the work that they're doing uh the sellers in akron but also it was a a great opportunity to expose their um their concepts and their products uh, to a wider audience and so yeah, I mean, I think as we add cities, Lansing will come online uh, in September, uh, other cities internationally later this year. It this then starts to feel more like a movement, right? I mean, and, and I think there's a, a great opportunity to, to continue telling these stories of, you know, individual small businesses that are, you know, really creative and really entrepreneurial and have some really cool things to sell, but also have some really great stories to tell. Yeah, and I think that that helps bring, it it really brings the connection to life and you feel good about the products that you have. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, you'd mentioned that you're seeing more of that. We're hearing it a lot from our students, Mm -hmm. from people on our show, that there's this real desire for um, meaning and value, Mm -hmm. right, that that people want to have. Yes, and, you know, we we feel, you know, the power of technology, the eBay platform, you know, back to, 
its very beginnings. You know, Pierre Amidiar started the company 23 or 24 years ago with this concept that, you know, people are basically good, that, you know, if you connect them, if you provide transparency, it was such a unique idea at the time. We probably can't remember what it was like to <laughs> right. buy things from strangers. No, it right? wasn't so, that long ago, though. <laughs> I mean, it, re- it was a decade, right? I mean, exactly. Or a decade but, ago, yeah. it felt very culturally different. When was eBay oh. founded? It was 1993, I believe, and so you know, it was uh, it was definitely uh, it seems a long time ago, but it was it was um, it wasn't that long. Not and, in terms um, of time, but in terms of yeah. of culture and technology mm-hmm. and just how people Absolutely. live and think and act. Yeah, they, and think of the trust that people place in you know things like ride sharing. Oh yeah, Airbnb, mm-hmm. all those kinds of things. All of that. Right. It almost makes good. online shopping look super like safe <laughs> and like oh that's. Yeah, right. so but far from the riskiest it, thing. It really was started by that idea of, you know, people are good if you connect them, if they can see what they're doing, there's transparency. And so we, we really feel that our platform has that kind of unique capability to, to help people and to you know, give them economic uh, opportunity they wouldn't have had otherwise. Yeah. So in addition to these initiatives, you're, you're also uh, involved and oversee the uh, eBay Foundation. So mm-hmm. what, what, what's the foundation's mission? What work does it do? The foundation is uh, is working in a very aligned fashion um, with what the business does. And, and really, uh, it helps to, um, you know, really drive inclusive entrepreneurship. Uh, so there's a number of different um, relationships that the foundation has that helps entrepreneurship at a more grassroots level. So one of the most important of those is our work with Kiva. Oh, um, okay. And so, yeah, so we teamed up with Kiva a couple of years ago. And uh, what the foundation does, which is, I think, super cool, is gives every one of the, our eBay employees um, a $25 credit to make a loan to an entrepreneur around the world. Oh, cool. And, uh, man, so uh, we've had teams of employees that join up and support one entrepreneur who maybe needs, you know, uh, 250 or $500 to, to get their business idea off yeah. and running. That individuals obviously do their own thing. And, and just to quickly interject for our listeners who may not be familiar with Kiva, Kiva is an online micro lending platform. So, you know, globally, a farmer in Zimbabwe can say, I would like to, buy you know, goats. exactly buy a, a, you know, I was just trying to think of the name of a chicken house, a coop, a chicken coop, um, you know, or I'm going to put a, a solar panel in to power my farm equipment or whatever. And I need this, you know, 25, 50, 200, you know, $2,000 loan. Um, so that's what Kiva is. So this is this is really cool, Chris, how you're talking about empowering employees, not only to, to get to give the $25, but it gets them there. It gets them looking exactly. at these entrepreneurs. Right. That's really cool. And how do you exactly. define uh, inclusive entrepreneurship? Well, you know, it's it's really um, the kinds of grassroots entrepreneurship uh, that will help to create new businesses. Mm-hmm. So we teamed up with a, an organization called Griffin Works, who run a series of startup cups. They're kind of, you know, community-based. You can think of them as shark tanks, but they're also oh. opportunities for coaching and mentorship. And so um, we chose to, to to team with them in, in communities where eBay has a, an office, eBay has a presence. And so um, we also teamed up with our, our, our employees there so that they could join the effort and help with the mentorship. So we've done this now in in Israel, in Germany, in uh, New York City, in Washington, D.C., and it's been uh, extraordinarily successful at getting businesses that you know maybe, maybe had a great idea, 
getting them the additional support they need to move it from you know to the next level. Um, you know, another thing that we're we're really uh, actively exploring right now uh, is how can we build a greater impact around our retail revivals. Um, so, you know, we go into a city like Akron and we bring on board a cohort of roughly 100 sellers. You know, how can we extend that impact in the community? And the foundation is perfect for that, working maybe with local foundations, with local, um, uh, you know, uh, causes to help the, the spirit of entrepreneurship that will lead to new businesses. Um, so, you know, while the, the platform, while eBay itself is, is helping existing small and medium-sized businesses, the foundation is maybe creating new ones. So that's that's how we look at the, the role. The yeah. yeah, and that makes all very sorts of perfect sense. Yeah, it's very complimentary. Because you want to... You want to help people who might not otherwise think of them, either think of themselves as an entrepreneur mm. or understand what it would take to, to really be successful. The more we can sort of spread that a little bit, I think it's it's really helpful. And, and again, one of the things that, that we always talk about here at Wharton is that um, the entrepreneurial mindset is really useful and helpful, even if you don't ultimately launch your own business. That kind of willingness to to take an idea, understand what, what it would take to make it work, understand the challenges, pivot where necessary, accept failure. Mm-hmm. This is all things that are you know just great life learning. Mm-hmm. And I think that we sometimes uh, overestimate the business part of entrepreneurship and underestimate the learning part of it. It's a great point. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there anything that you see in um, in the eBay sort of traditional business practice that you're pushing to the entrepreneurs that the foundation's supporting. So I'm um, imagining, you know, you're, you're seeing who's successful, right? What it takes to make an entrepreneur. Yeah. Is any of that going into the, you know, education of the entrepreneurs the foundation supports? Absolutely. This connection between what the foundation does and our employees is really important to us. And so, you know, you can sense that obviously in Kiva, which is a, mm-hmm. it's a wonderful way of engaging employees with entrepreneurs globally. Um, we've also supported Kiva in Silicon Valley. They have a presence in, in San Jose. So there's a, an opportunity to support entrepreneurs locally. Um, but then, you know, these, these startup cups is, is a great chance for uh, our employees also to take on a, a mentorship and support a business uh, and, and a, a new idea. Um, and I think, you know, the thing that we bring uh, from our eBay experience is the power of, you know, um, a great idea, you know, hard work, because, uh, you, know, you, you know, whether it's bricks and mortar or online, you know, being an entrepreneur takes hard work and vision. Um, you know, persistence. I mean, all of those things are, are great stories that, you know, we we bring with us as employees when we help with these efforts. Um, but, you know, we're also trying to tell those stories uh, online through, you know, uh, social media and through uh, this everyday heroes concept that I, I mentioned earlier. So, you know, I think I think there's a lot of really uh, great uh, material and great inspiration that eBay can bring to um, to the to small businesses and people with ideas for small business. Yeah. Well, Chris, we're we're nearing the end of the segment, but I want to um, just ask you one quick question and and for a thirty second answer, or something. What's the hardest part of your job? I mean, we've talked a lot about some of these great ideas, <laughs> et cetera. What's what's the hard part? The hardest part, you know, I I, I love my work, and I, I often uh, I, I joke that I have. Um, 
it's not the best, certainly one of the best jobs in the company. So I'm, I'm, I'm very, very lucky to be doing what I do. And I, I guess probably the one um, challenge is that there's so much that could be done. Yeah. And, you know, and I really, I feel like, you know, there's not enough time and there's not enough resource to get everything done that I want to get done. We're doing a lot of great work, but I know there's more we can do. Yeah, that's, that seems fairly common. Well, thank, <laughs> thank you so much for, for talking with us, Chris. It's been great. We've been talking with Chris Libri, Head of Global Impact and Giving at eBay. Um, some of the really fascinating uh, and interconnected work they're doing really about supporting uh, new entrepreneurs and existing entrepreneurs and communities in which these entrepreneurs live. For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.